Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Today we've got an entitled parent story of a mom spying on their kid no matter where they go. We'll get into that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for not wanting to watch 16 kids? So I, 17-year-old female, went to my little cousin's birthday, 8-year-old female, and had a nice time. She was wanting to have a sleepover with all of my younger cousins, all under the age of 11, and like 4 of her friends. The thing is, is that equal to about 16 little kids, so I wasn't planning to spend the night. Neither were my other cousins, 12 to 14. We were going to go back to my house and watch scary movies so Poppy could have the birthday of her dreams. But about an hour into the birthday, all of the little kids came up to me and asked if I could spend the night too. I told them no because I already had plans, but they kept on pushing. Then some of the parents asked and I told them the same thing. But then one of my cousins, Kay, Poppy's stepsister, came up to me and asked me to spend the night. I asked why. She told me because her mom and all the other parents were wanting to go and hang out at the creek. I've had some issues with her mom because I used to live with them and Poppy's parents used to dump their kids on me and run off for hours doing God knows what. Let's just say I moved out sooner than they wanted me to. I decided to leave because that cat was out of the bag. I said goodbye, gave everyone hugs, and then left with my other cousins. No one even complained. The whole car ride home, my phone was blowing up, and when I got home I checked it to see it was Poppy's and Kay's mom Kelly sending me voice memos screaming at me in angry texts. I ignored them and turned off any notifications from her, but then all of my aunts and uncles started calling me. I answered my uncle Chris, Poppy's dad, and he said how I bailed on the kids and now him and Kelly do not have a date night with all of our family. I asked him what he meant, and he said that Kelly said that I would watch the kids so everyone could have fun. I told him I never said that, and he just hung up on me. I didn't even say anything about me spending the night with them. I said quite the opposite all afternoon. Chris had even asked me if I was spending the night and I told him no as well. Me and the rest of my cousins had a good night and all, but I was rudely awoken the next morning with ice cold water on my face. It was my Aunt Dawn and Uncle Heath standing over me angry. I got up and just got changed before I was yelled at for hours by not only them, but the rest of my family were coming over to yell at me as well. I didn't snap or yell or cry or giggle at the situation because it was so freaking stupid. Then when I finally got a chance to talk, told them that if they wanted me to watch their kids, each of them could have put a $10 bill in my hand for each kid, and I would have done it because I've been taking care of their kids since I was 10. And I was not about to watch 15 kids with no help and no money because they're not even mine to take care of. I then sat back and looked at their all shocked faces and then all of them yelled at me saying that they're family and it would be stupid for me to watch them for money. I now feel bad because family means so much to me and everyone but I don't think it was wrong of me to ask for money to watch 16 kids. I just don't know what to do. I think I'll apologize to them but I need a second opinion. So am I the jerk here? Update one of my aunts, hi Dawn, got this sent to her and as you guessed it I'm in deeper crap. But when she came to my sister's apartment, I'm living here and have been here for like 5 months, 
I let her in, called my mom and handed her the phone. She got a speech about how none of them had a right to talk to me like that and she's driving back home right now and we're going to have a family meeting, again, because of their treatment towards me. Dawn left and texted me later about how she wishes that I would have went to her before going online. Then she said she loved me and dumping water on me was just a joke. I just sent a thumbs up. My sister and mom are proud of me. My uncle Chris had called him a few minutes ago and said he was sorry. I just said okay and he cried to me for about a minute about how I'm like a daughter to him and Kelly. I told him that if he would really hear me for 5 minutes then he would have known. I hung up. I'm heartbroken. Chris was and still is my favorite uncle. He took me in when almost everyone was against me. But these past few years he's just stopped caring. But my mom is on her way down here and I haven't seen her in 2 weeks so I'm pretty excited. Not for the reasons I want but these are the reasons I get. Obviously it goes without saying OP's not the jerk here. It was not OP's obligation and yeah I think it's pretty fair family or not if you're going to watch over this sleepover with tons of kids you definitely want to get paid for doing so. Who in their right mind is going to volunteer to watch a 15-16 kid sleepover for free? Also hi I'm Steven and if you guys enjoy hearing about these entitled parents why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, my mother organized me and my boyfriend's vacation without our permission and wants us to pay her. My boyfriend and I had been planning to go to a vacation this summer for my birthday. He's been studying, so meanwhile, I was in charge of looking for affordable places to stay for a few nights, maybe a week. I asked my mom to help me with the booking, since she knows a lot of affordable places. The problem takes place a few days later where she paid for a booking for two nights in a five-star hotel that cannot be cancelled without telling me or my boyfriend about it beforehand and expects us to repay her. We didn't even know the schedule or the name of the hotel up until she already paid for it and we wanted a cheaper place to stay more nights. The hotel is very, very nice, but she didn't tell us a word about it. She chose for us without our permission and now we have to pay her when we wanted to choose and pay for a place ourselves. The price is 350 euros and she told us she's helping out with approximately 100 euros but we still have to pay her 250 euros. While I understand she wanted to have a nice detail, we're spending our money for a plan she liked and a plan she did not discuss with us so now it feels like her vacation and not ours. Her actions don't make any sense and they seem disrespectful to my boyfriend and I. I don't understand the purpose for all of this. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt and assume she lightheartedly wanted to have a nice detail, but I'm still very mad we didn't get to choose and on top of that we have to pay her. Last night I asked her where I could get the money from and she told me that I should ask my dad for the money and save up the money my dad gives me. He legally owes me money? While this isn't a bad response, she then told me that if my dad gives me, for example, 20 euros, I should save it up, give her 15 euros to progressively pay for the hotel, and keep 5 for myself. It's sketchy. She demanding a big part of the money my dad gives me seems to be a recurrent theme in my life. She reasonably hates my dad, he's not the best either, but it seems she wants to control his money through me. Yeah, I think honestly this is a situation where you put your foot down and say, hey, I wanted your help. I didn't ask you to go and book this expensive thing for me. You booked it yourself. This is not something I sanctioned. You didn't run this by me. It's not my money on the line. I'm sorry. 
Our next story is entitled Mother Demands I Give Her a Cut. My mother knows of a book I'm publishing. It's about my trauma and abuse I went through. I went through a lot as a kid, NSA, and I'm writing about it. She demanded that I didn't publish it. I didn't talk to her for a couple days. She messaged me and said, If you publish that book and make any money, you better give me 50% of the profits you make. The entitlement, SMH. Well, as far as supporting you, you now understand which side your mother falls on. I'm guessing considering maybe what you experienced growing up, it might not have been a shock. But at the very least, it would be a continued series of disappointments. Our next story is, Dad is always trying to get me to do stressful stuff for him. First, let me say I'm sorry if my technical terms are not accurate as English is in my first language. My parents got divorced 15 years ago and my dad has been living with the woman he left since then. They moved to Sweden a few years ago and he's had trouble since getting medical insurance. And as he has a problem with blood pressure, he asked me to get his pills from his doctor, which is in my country, Croatia, and collect them and after a few months, send them to him. Next thing was that he couldn't buy good rolling papers for his tobacco in Sweden, so he asked me to buy those and send it to him. A year and a half ago, he came back to Croatia for a few weeks to visit family and me, but he tested positive for COVID, and as he was supposed to stay in quarantine, he decided it would be better for me to go and pick him up and drive him in my car for about an hour back to the place he was staying so he wouldn't have to deal with the whole procedure, which I refused as I have asthma and was cautious about COVID. We argued because he thought I was exaggerating. Now a few days back, he broke up with a woman he was with and has decided to come back to Croatia for good. He decided to change his residency, I don't know if that's the right term, to my place and we had to go to the police to do the paperwork. But as he's coming from another country, before they would allow it, they have to make sure that we're not lying, which we are because he won't be staying with me, and that he's really living on this address. So it was said to us that the police will drop by and make the check. But as my mom is still living with me, he refuses to come and stay in my place and has asked me to lie to the police and say he's currently not at home or some crap. I feel awful and kind of stressed to lie because there could be financial consequences. With all the things I wrote, I guess I'm not even sure this is normal behavior to count on your kid to help you out in these situations. Or he's an entitled parent who doesn't care but only wants to get out of his troubles on my expense. Honestly, I think I understand exactly what OP's going through and either they're an entitled parent or they might be a narcissistic parent where all their life, they're just very staunchly demanding you do these things for them that are uncomfortable or maybe even inappropriate, and probably at the slightest sign of a no, they'll flip out on you or they'll put you down or they'll be upset. I mean, the way OP's faced with the situation where they very obviously shouldn't lie and help him out, and OP's still like, well, maybe I should just try to help him out here and say no to the police, I think OP's been conditioned to act like that, and they should probably put their foot down and tell the truth. Seems to me they don't even really want to perpetuate that lie. Our next story is, Entitled Dad Let's Kids Cut in Line. I just recently joined the subreddit and it got me to remember an encounter with an entitled parent a few years back. So me, 24 year old female, and my friend, 24 year old female, were in an amusement park and we wanted to go ride a roller coaster but there was a long queue. We decided to wait because the roller coaster was flipping awesome. We wait maybe 10 minutes and the queue doesn't seem to move. Then out of nowhere, a little boy, maybe 8 years old, runs towards us and then just cuts in line just in front of us. 
Then follows her big sister, maybe 13 years old, and she tries to tell her little brother that he can't cut in line, but the boy doesn't care. Then the entitled dad appears, and as the girl tells him that the brother cut in line, the brother looks at his dad, and immediately the dad says, you can stay there, and seems to pretend that there's no cue behind them. The girl is visibly embarrassed, so I smile at her, hoping she knows that we appreciated her for trying to teach her brother some manners. The dad's ego was so boosted, but the karma was kind of instant. The entitled dad trips over something and seems to be quite embarrassed. But yeah, we definitely know where that little boy learned his manners. I'm usually very shy, so I didn't even try to say anything to him. Has anyone else had similar experiences in amusement parks? As much as I love the idea of amusement parks, like I always have this like lovely vacation idea of Disney World or whatever in my mind, I just know the reality would be so much more worse. I mean, not even including the chances of running into entitled parents and kids like this. I mean, when you look at what an experience at Disney World on the average day looks like these days, it kind of stinks. Like, imagine waiting in line every single time for 45 minutes to an hour for a two-minute ride. Apparently, the parks are as crowded as ever despite the prices being pretty darn high for even just a day. I guess the time to go, if you could do it, would probably be not during the summer, during a weekday, when most of the kids should probably be in school. Our next story is Entitled Airline Mom. So I work for a major American airline literally American Airlines actually, and I've had a plethora of entitled parents call me in my career so far, but this story takes the cake. So I pick up the call. Thanks for calling American Airlines, how can I help you? Entitled parent says yes, I'd like to get seats for my flight. I say, do you have your record locator or confirmation number? She says no, but I've been on hold for an hour. I say, okay ma'am, do you have anything I can use to help you look up the flight info? 10 minutes later, I say, okay, I see this is a Costco travel agency third-party booking with British Airlines, but as a whole domestic flight. What this means is, for some reason, Costco booked this passenger on flights within the US, but technically British Airlines controlled the flights? This means there will be an external reservation fee of $50 person per person. She says, okay, I just need flights so my family can sit together. I pull up the seat map and say, okay ma'am, I see we have paid seats available to sit your family together, as they're the only seats left open on the plane. They say, what? I'm not going to pay for those seats. You all need to accommodate me as I have a 15 year old that isn't sitting near me. I say, well ma'am, I'm just telling you what I have available as Costco booked the seats how they did when you were booking with them. They say, my 15 year old will have an anxiety attack if you don't sit us together. I say, ma'am, while I understand what you're saying, 15 is old enough under our rules to be a young adult traveling alone. They say, well, you're going to have a young adult traveling alone that has a panic attack if you don't give me those seats, you freaker. I say, ma'am, do not curse at me again or I will end the call and make sure that the next agent that gets a call from you understands how you treat us. They say, okay, I'm sorry, please don't hang up on me. So what can you do to sit us together? I said again, ma'am, we only have the main cabin extra seats available. I cannot unassign other passengers from their seats. They say, you know, I don't like your tone. You have a bad attitude. I say, ma'am, I'm just working within the rules corporate has given me. She says, listen here, you freaker. And I say, and I'll be disconnecting due to your bad attitude. Click. Well, at least it sounds like American Airlines has equipped OP adequately enough to have enough leg room to deal with entitled, aggressive, abrasive people like this. 
I mean, I honestly understand why she's upset and frustrated. It's not exactly the easiest thing scheduling flights and picking seats when you haven't probably done it before, but there's just no excuse to flip out like that with a customer service rep like OP. Our next story is, advice needed please, entitled, mom trying to force volunteer work. I'm in high school for the summer. I'm going to the gym three. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Three to five times a week and I play a sport, which has three practices a week and races every Saturday. I have a fairly busy schedule, but like any other teen, I'm trying to enjoy the majority of my summer and just relax. My mom has a bright idea, however, to force me to volunteer at a summer camp with toddlers. She knows I have a strong disliking to kids and she's making me do it anyways. When I questioned her, she said that it's for my resume. I already have a 3.8 cumulative with references, a pretty solid record I'd say. But besides that, she also knows that I have no intention going to college or trade school. If I try to argue that I don't need more life experience, then she'll tell me to go to my room or take my phone. If she's in a good mood, it'll just be, I'm done, I'm not talking about this anymore. And it really pisses me off. She's childish anytime I try to confront her about this. Do you guys have any advice with how I could approach this differently? I feel like I can't do anything about it. Hello everyone, thank you all for the advice. I've thought about it. I've decided to do some research on nearby animal shelters, and have found some volunteer positions. I'm hoping to convince my mom to at least work there, because I love dogs and birds. Update 2, my mom didn't let me do the animal shelter sadly. Today I've done my first day at the summer camp. Honestly, it wasn't as bad as I thought. I can't forgive my mom, though. I had to wake up earlier than normal and it ruined my sleep schedule. The kids were terrible to deal with, and a couple of them were extremely entitled when they didn't get what they want. We were all in kayaks and had leashes attached to the kids' kayaks. 
My specific kid was yelling and nagging me to get first, ahead of everyone, and I was getting very tired. We were supposed to follow the main worker in a line, and they wanted to pass him. Other than that, there were two other younger workers that I had some conversation with. I told them about the situation, and they sympathized, but they said it wouldn't be worth going through the trouble just to get out of it. They said I should just do the bare minimum and deal with having to come every day. Thanks for all the advice though. Also, to those asking about my future, I have a four-year high school auto body elective that will have a completion certificate, where my teacher can recommend me to Gerber Collision and Repair that he has connections at. From there, I'll start an 18-month paid internship that, by the end, will give me a welding certificate and a job opening for the company, hopefully. If I'm not hired, which is very unlikely, because the number of job openings in the automotive industry in my background, then I'll plan to go to a welding company, using again my teacher as a letter of recommendation. He is fairly reputable and has been working his whole life in the automotive industry, with metal manipulation, plastic manipulation, dent repair, welding, etc. I want a job that I can enjoy and live a modest life with, not a high-paying job that takes my soul. To those saying to do something bad at the volunteer place, my parents know a couple of the workers, where I'm sure it wouldn't end well when my mom would hear about what I did. I can't believe that some people would say, oh, intentionally do something bad and get kicked out of the volunteer place, as if that's the thing that you could possibly need on your record or have in any connection to any other person. I'm glad it seems to already just be working out with OP sticking through it, although it sucks to be forced to do something you have no interest in doing. I'll say the only thing is, I guess it does look nice-ish on a resume, but... I don't really see the relevance to what OP's wanting to do career-wise anyways. I guess it's a bonus if somebody sees that you volunteered at a babysitting place, but I just don't see how it could really make or break whether or not you get a welding job, you know? Our next story is, entitled parent demands her kid be basically told the answers in school rather than the kids that need it. So in this school, certain kids get support and those kids are usually ones with mental issues like autism, ADHD, or if they have anger management issues, etc. Anyway, this parent just decided that her child is so special that her kid should get support despite the fact that there's nothing wrong with him. Now, I help many kids with their issues, and two at this time, I, 27-year-old female, was helping an autistic girl that left 5-10 to minutes early. Sounds like useless info, but hold on to it. This woman came in and decided that her kid needed support, and the people in the office were more than happy, but they obviously asked, So, does your child have any mental disabilities? This mother was so offended that the office lady even alluded to the idea that her dear sweet daughter had a mental disability. What? Are you trying to say that there's some sort of issue with my daughter? No, ma'am, it's just that mostly only the children with mental disability... My child is not like those kids. Now, she, as you could expect, did not say autistic kids, and the office ladies were shocked at what the entitled mother had just said. Ma'am, you cannot say that. Oh, I absolutely will get you in so much trouble if you don't get my angel this support. This entitled parent went off on a rampage to this poor office lady who basically had just been hired because I said she should get the job there, and she decided to get help for this parent. She got three people to help her fight back the demon of a parent, while this entitled parent's poor daughter was so scared and looked like she was afraid that she would get in trouble. At this point, I was sat in music with the girl I was helping, but I got called to the office, which was annoying. I like some relaxed art, okay? 
Me, the head teacher and head of year 9, 10th grade I think, showed up. I was just there to explain how teaching assistants worked. Finally someone showed up. I said, ma'am, I'd like to inform you that while we respect your request, we cannot give your child the support. She said, oh, but the other kids can? Once again, she didn't say other kids. Why do all these kinds of people hate mentally disabled people? Genuine question. Now, I have mild autism myself, so I just stood there in shock and confusion. Sadly, the entitled parent had the usual blow up and security was called to kick her out. However, this entitled parent refused to leave, so the security grabbed her by the arms and dragged her out as the child was on the verge of tears thinking she was in trouble. As I was calming the daughter down, all that was heard was, Get off of me! My daughter needs that support! The daughter looked at me and said, Don't worry, I don't. I said, Yes, you do. The daughter then ran off to her mother as we all kind of laughed and shook our heads. Sadly, she would come back, but I really don't have the mental capacity to write a 4,000 character story currently, and I doubt anyone would read it. I do feel bad for the daughter and office lady though. The daughter probably didn't ask, but just saw one of us helping a kid, and the office lady had been there for like three weeks. Anyway, what do you all think of this situation? Honestly, I don't think what the entitled parent was doing here initially is all that bad. If they feel like they need some help, whether or not they do have any kind of mental issues, I think that's great. I think there's probably a lot of kids who, at the very least, might have undiagnosed things and they might need some help. But the rest of her behavior was ridiculous, obviously. Our next story is Advice Needed, Unfair Relationship Treatment by Family, 25-year-old female, I recently got married March of this year, after being with my now husband for three years. We had a long distance relationship and he lived three hours away. He would drive down to church on Sundays and would spend time after this and he would go back the same day. His drive totaled six hours. My family did not treat us well at all, specifically my parents and older sister. I have two other sisters and my dad is also my pastor. My mom was disapproving mainly over the fact that I'm taller than him. She didn't focus on all the work and progress he was making spiritually at all. She did say, he's going to do everything right, basically to get my dad's approval. When I confronted her about how this hurt me, she wasn't understanding. And though I addressed it with both my mom and dad later in time, the scar still has not healed because of the continual maltreatment I received. My parents also accused me of talking to a boy because I wanted attention. But that really is not the type of person I am at all. I was always shamed for the lack of confidence in myself, and this relationship that started over quarantine was the only thing that actually brought light to my life. I had had major struggles at college, COVID started, and I was stuck at home to finish my final semester of college. I didn't have a will to live, and my husband took me out of a darkness my family only dug me further into. Once my husband was officially in the picture though, things got better for us in ways but my family made my relationship absolute heck. I didn't want to believe they were as bad as they were, though my husband had to see and deal with this truth for years alone. My older sister, now 28, was a major antagonizer and not respectful of the relationship at all. She had never talked to a boy before. Since the start of me and my husband spending time, we were put on a timer in regards to the time we could spend. She would get on me for being late, She didn't recognize us going out after church as dates, so she would request us to run errands for her. We would do this just because we wanted to spend time. 
I eventually had to go to my parents because the disrespect was just too great. She accused me of being a bad example for other women in the church to follow because what I was doing was not acceptable and they would think they could do it. Mind you, one of my sisters had two boys in the church at the same time at a point, and I was the bad example. While a major factor to his time spent down there where I lived was for church, I was a factor too, and my parents and older sisters shamed the time spent as recreational. I was constantly told throughout this whole time, soulmating, not dating, and was not allowed to have a normal relationship at all. There was a lot of silent and passive disapproval. It led to me being ashamed and scared to have the relationship. I couldn't be honest about my love, and my husband often felt hidden and disrespected. He hated being around my family, and to this day prefers not to spend time with them. I've come to respect this. My father's approval was required for us to be married. We sat down to talk to him and tell him we would like to take steps toward preparing for marriage. Things got so bad through this process that I didn't want to get engaged or have a wedding. They had sucked any joy or love out of our love story. My husband did end up proposing, which surprised me and I ended up appreciating it dearly, and I was forced to have a wedding that I did 98% of the work for, and my husband and I fronted all of the bills that they said they'd pay us back late for. Post-wedding, my family has been nothing but sweet, so nice and respectful that it's scary. All seemed fine until I found out a few days ago that the older sister is now in a relationship after starting to talk in April, very soon after my wedding, and it's approved of and anything and everything that I was shamed for and not allowed to do, she is doing. I initially was supportive when I first heard, but then the pain of years of mistreatment started to reappear because I never felt accepted or supported until I had my wedding. I treated my family with respect and got none. I was put through heck and my sister gets an amusement park pass. I always knew her journey would be quicker and easier but I didn't think it would come this soon and hurt me as much as it is. I wanted to talk to her and my parents at the same time to avoid misconstrued information and am requesting help on how to go about it. Honestly, sadly, I don't think OP's experience is unlike too many other people in kind of a Christian household where you so much as look at a boy for too long and you are just the devil, you are doing everything wrong, how dare you? But as soon as you get married to them, everything is perfect, everything is wonderful. There's not a darn thing to complain about because you're married and that makes everything all okay all of a sudden. Sadly, I think OP was the martyr for allowing this kind of behavior to be acceptable enough in their parents' eyes. So although OP had to put up with stress and being put down for years, Their sister gets an easy coasting ride because they've already been through that and they're probably over all that drama, let alone the fact that maybe they have preferences in their own kids, sadly. Our next story is, please help, narcissistic mom spies on me wherever I go. I, 20 year old female, am so freaking frustrated. All the way through middle school and college, she's always been helicoptering. She always calls my teachers and asks them how my grades are, if I hang out with boys, if I have a boyfriend, if I smoke, how are my friends. She even tells them how I am at home, how I never give her my Facebook password, how I put a lock on my phone, how I never share anything about my life with her. Honestly, the reason is so freaking obvious why I am the way I am. I remember this one day, my father beat the living poop out of me because I skipped tuition classes and stayed home. And the first thing that came out of her mouth 
was, she never gives me her password. What kind of daughter doesn't share her password with her mother? She kept pestering me to give my password while I laid down on the floor crying in pain. I'm sick of her calling and visiting my teachers behind my back. The teachers would then embarrass me in front of the entire class. Every single teacher I had knew my mother because she'd visit every single one of them. One of them was so fed up, they gave me their cell phone and asked me to block their number. He told me your mother calls me first thing in the morning right when I open my eyes and calls me late at night when I close my eyes to sleep. He also said your mother goes through your room and your stuff every day after you leave for college. She even goes through my dustbin. The teacher refused to give me classes in the next semester and I was so anxious before my finals. Yesterday, she even called the place where I take my guitar classes looking up the number online. When I found out, she blatantly lied and said she didn't. When I exploded, she said she only did it so that she wanted to buy me a guitar before my audition. She just wanted to know how much time was left for the audition. I received an email today saying that I'd passed the first round of audition. I don't even feel any joy because I know it's not because of my musical abilities, but because of her. I called her a freaking witch. Then she started playing the victim card. I want out of this. OP later added that in this situation and where they live, there's a very, very strong culture that women cannot move out until only after getting married or if you get accepted in a college in a different country. Apparently, there's like incredible, incredible shame and they think so lowly of you for moving out. They say like you're a good for nothing and you don't care for your family. Obviously, it's more than optimistic to say, oh, well, OP should just go to an entirely different place and start over because at 20 years old, how many people really have the resources to just up and do that? I just wish OP the best because it sounds like, honestly, their culture and their parents in general are designed to make life as difficult as possible every step of the way for women. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you've missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.